Vitam and what's up? You are now listening to another episode of Everyday Encounters. Sorry, been out for a minute, but I just wanted to step right back in and jump to it. So we have in the news, a 23-year-old woman shows up in Grady Hospital with a gunshot wound. Guess what from? She reports it was an argument with a known assailant. It's crazy because some emotions had to be tied up into that for you to get shot by somebody that you know. So that leads us on into our episode title and what we are talking about. Our episode title is Inside Out. If anybody doesn't know, that's the name of a motion picture film from 2015. They got a second one that's supposed to be coming, I think, in 2024, Inside Out 2. But the movie was all about emotions and controlling them and everything. And I thought this would be the perfect thing for not everybody else, but for me. Because I find myself in these situations where I really have a hard time managing my emotions, to say the least. Just a little backstory. Today, I was running my errands and stuff like that. And I have this thing where I be like, I hate people, I hate people, I hate people. And I find myself saying that way too much. So I'm like, is it people or is it me? I'm trying to figure out which of the two has to go because one of us has to go. Turns out, neither one of us really has to go. One of us has to do a way better job at managing the things that happens to them on a daily basis. And you guessed it right. That's me. So today's episode, like I said, is called Inside Out. We're going to take those emotions that I'm feeling, maybe you are too, and turn them right inside out and put them right on the table so that we can explore them and see how we can cope with them or I can cope with them a little bit better. I found this article online on healthline.com titled how to become the boss of your emotions. It has 11 steps at how you can fully take control of your emotions. So I'm going to read through them today because after I got home from running my errands, I literally did not want to deal with anybody. I turned off my phone and I was like, I'm done peopling today. But I'm like, I can't do that every day because there are things that I have to get done. And if I have that approach to the response or things that happen to me during the day, if that's my response to them, there is no way that I'm going to be a productive citizen at all, like ever, because people piss me off all of the times even that word piss i feel like is very strong but it's okay and you're gonna find out why as we read this article so the first step was take a look at the impact of your emotions it says that intense emotions aren't all bad and that's why i said that word piss was okay because that's part of my emotions that's how i'm feeling and so we're gonna leave it there we're gonna lay it on the table and we're gonna let it marinate and maybe i can come back and re-examine it as we continue to go through these steps the article says that emotions make our lives exciting unique and vibrant if you did not feel the way that you do about the things that happen to you it would not make you you so it is okay to feel them that's my first thing that i'm taking but like you can't just roll with that even though emotions are strong and they signify that we're embracing life fully the article went on to mention emotions that are regularly getting out of hand like mine have been lately 
can start to affect relationships. Probably why I'm single. Friendships and conflict. That's probably why I have very few friends. And the ones that I have, I keep at a distance because I know that people annoy me. They cause difficulty in relating to other people. Um, they cause trouble at work and school, which I'm not even gonna get into work, but they definitely do that. They cause you to use substances to help you manage and physical emotional outbursts can occur as a result of being unable to control your emotions. Two, they said aim for regulation, not repression. So like when you're first starting out, you you might like always want to be like, oh no, it's too much. Or you might have people that tell you, oh, you are doing too much. And da, 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 da. So it'll cause you to like take a step back and like downplay your emotions and stuff like that, or just try to hide them. But the article says that's not a great thing to do. It gives the example of like, you wouldn't want to leave them running at maximum all the time, but you also don't want to turn them off completely. Think of it like a water faucet. Your emotions are the water coming out of the faucet. If you leave the faucet on, eventually the water's going to overflow from the sink and it's gonna be everywhere. And then that's like not a great situation either. You can possibly have water damage. Somebody can slip and fall. Um, somebody could get seriously hurt as a cause of these emotions. So we wanna make sure that we have that perfect balance of expressing our emotions but not repressing or suppressing them. It tells us that consciously dimming down our emotions is suppression and unconsciously doing it is a repression. When we hold back, we're preventing ourselves from experiencing them nonetheless. This can lead to anxiety, depression, sleep issues, muscle tension, and pain. Difficulty managing stress, which can lead to, once again, substance misuse. So we definitely don't wanna just sweep our feelings under the rug, but we wanna actually find a balance between the two. Third, we have identify your feelings. So now we're really getting into it because now you're asking me to take a look at what, what, I'm, what I'm feeling, and that's a hard thing to do. So get ready for the work. You want to be able to check in with your mood check do a check-in to see like what am i feeling right now what happened to make me feel this way does the situation have a different explanation that might make sense because maybe i not not that i'm overreacting but there's always two ways to skin a cat i hope nobody really is skinning a cat because i really for real love animals i love dogs more but don't skin cats okay but think about it the way you feel about something might not be the way that it was put out there to make you feel if that makes sense what do i want to do about these feelings and now when it comes to this it is okay to to say whatever the whatever the flip you want to say i'm trying not to cuss as much not, not at all, but as much. It's okay to say whatever the flip you want to say. So even if it's like, oh, I can just blow up the whole world right now. 
it is okay to say that because here comes the next question that you need to ask yourself. Is there a better way to cope with this feeling? So it's okay to have that extreme reaction to how you feel. But then you got to dial it back one more time and not suppress it. Recognize that you felt that way and then be like, is there a better way that I could have felt about that? Because often our first reaction is on 12,000 and we really only needed to bring it in at 100. You know what I'm saying? Or a 10 if you in a different space. We'll get to that later. This is going to allow you time to actually reframe your thoughts and modify your first extreme reaction. So I'm going to give you the example today. Today I went through like security at the IRS building and like the security pissed me off. First of all, I already have a thing with like people in uniforms that look like police officers for some reason. Actually, I know very much the reason why, but I have a thing with them. So I already don't like you because you're wearing the uniform. That's that's on me. So now looking back at it, that's why I came in so high in my feelings about what happened because I already don't like you just because of your job. And that's not your fault. You're just doing your job and you have to wear that ugly ass uniform because that's what your employer requires you to do. And I have to wear a uniform at work too. So I really like, I have to like take myself out of my feelings about another situation that I'm putting on you now in this situation and really think about what's currently happening. So I walked through the little beepy thing the what is it called the whatever is called that you know you got to walk through to make sure you don't got no weapons or nothing like that weapons of mass destruction i don't know what else you what you're gonna bring into the irs building i mean i don't know what i would be bringing in but they don't know that that's another thing that i have to think about they don't know me so i mean why why am i feeling some type of way about doing something that everybody has to do walking through this building the girl's face was so first of all I am 100% the type of person where it's like customer service means everything to me. If I'm going to a place, it don't matter what your job is. If I'm not a person that works there, I'm a customer because I'm coming here to get a service. So your face already greeting me tells me a lot about how I'm about to be. I feel treated going into the building. So now I'm about to have your tone is about to set the way I act with a lot of people in this building because you're the first person that I see. I walk through and the thing goes off. So I'm like, she's like, you got anything else on you? Just plain face, no smile, no nothing. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck? Who didn't eat your pussy this morning? Like, why do you look like that? So I backed out, I'm like, it's my belt. I put my belt on there. They're like, do you got anything else? Do you got anything else? Already you asking me twice is getting on my nerves because you didn't even give me a chance to respond before you said it again. I just took my chapstick out and threw it in the thing. Cause I'm like, okay, y'all really getting on my nerves now. You got mean face Molly over here standing in front of me, real stern face and it's disgusting. I don't know who paid you to look that ugly and mad, but they did it. So here we are and that's somebody's daughter. So, see, I'm still mad about it. I'm still, I'm still mad about it. And I'm trying to work through it. I really am. I'm trying to work through it. I put myself in. I go through. And when she told me to come through, she like, step through. 
And I'm like, it's the tone that she said it in. Baby, I don't need, I, I really don't need to come through. You ordered me to come through like this is a jail or something like that. Trauma. I don't like when people talk to me like that. I really, it's a way that you talk to people that are patronizing your establishment. And the way that she was talking to me was like, I was ordered to be there instead of me coming there willingly on my own. So I had the utmost problem with the way that she was saying it. So I threw my chapstick in, she told me to walk through and I didn't walk through. I didn't walk through. I just stood there and looked at her like she was looking at me. Bitch, you looking plain and I'm looking plain too now at this point. That was my emotional response. Okay, I'm about to get on your nerves a little bit. She said, then she had to say it again. This time she said a little bit louder, walk through. So I rolled my eyes and I walked through because ultimately I did have to go into the IRS, not because I was ordered to, but because I needed something from them, which come to find out they're still on this stupid COVID appointment bull that they got going on where you have to make an appointment just to come and visit. I don't remember it being like this when I was younger and I had to go to the IRS for stuff. You could just go and it was people in there waiting. They just got their W-2s. They left. They called it a day. I didn't, long story short, I didn't even get what I wanted. And I, I did all of this because of how I felt like I was being treated. When honestly, now thinking about it, if I had read this article before, and what am I feeling right now? I'm feeling triggered because it's an emotional response to something that I recently just went through and you are reminding me of that experience. And now outside of that experience where I know I don't have to do what you are saying is making me want to rebel. Two, what happened to make me feel this way? Well, to tell y'all, long story short, I got arrested a couple weeks ago and it was because of a failure to appear at court. And that whole process of being in jail and how they treat you in jail is disgusting. It, it really, it really is disgusting. I know they're there to do a job and it's people that have broken the law and there's some source, some sort of like authority line that can't be crossed. And so they have to convey that they are not to be played with. But honestly, it goes way further beyond that. The way they treat people in jail, specifically Fulton County Jail is ridiculous. It's horrendous and something needs to be done about it. It's not just the conditions inside the jail. It is the workers themselves. But yeah, what happened to make me feel this way? You look like the you look like the people in the jail. You look like the people in the jail and your attitude is not friendly at all for people who are coming here because they want to and not because they have to. Does the situation have a different explanation that makes sense? The different explanation, the only explanation is she has a job. She has to do it. And she has to let other people know that you're not about to play with me because if you do, I'm I'm I'ma have to do my job even more so. So maybe that's the explanation. They taught her to be like that. What do I want to do about these feelings? I wanted to slap the fuck out of her and drag her out of the building and square up. And then tell her to call her brother and father and square up with them too. 
I really did. Now me dialing it back, is there a better way to cope with my feelings? A better way to cope with them. I really I really don't know what a better way for me to have coped with them would have been. I know afterwards I felt bad about my response to it because I could have just laughed it off and walked through. Because I mean, at the end of the day, I got to go in the building. I got to leave. You were still working. And maybe that maybe that's why you your face looked like that, because you rather have been doing something else. I don't know. So a better way to cope with the feelings for me would have been to just ignore it. But obviously there's some stuff that I still have to deal with when it comes to what happened to me a couple weeks ago. Because I handled it well when I was there. But there's a traumatic response now that I'm seeing with it where I do not like anybody that remotely, vaguely, or in any way has a uniform like a police officer. I don't. And that's just something that I'm gonna have to deal with. But yeah, we wanna we wanna be able to. Those were a lot of steps to do, but we wanna be able to do those steps, kind of in the moment. So it later as we go further into this article, you're gonna see where you have that moment or where I have that moment to actually do that. And I'm really gonna try to do these principles going forward whenever I have like a trigger that occurs in my day-to-day. Before, you wanna accept your emotions and not just the good ones, but all of them. Like the reason why I'm telling you all how I felt during that situation and even talking about this, even though to me right now, it's kind of embarrassing that I even feel like that, is I have to accept them to be able to learn to deal with them. Like the more that you accept something, and you recognize that's where you are instead of downplaying it or telling yourself that you're better than that, you'll be able to actually find the tools to help you deal with it. So I'm I'm realizing that I need to work on my response when I get upset with things. So I'm trying to be as honest as I can about them and admit that yes, my responses a lot of times are very, childish in a way but that's even unfair to say because how I feel about a situation that has nothing to do with a maturity level that is just how life has taught me to respond to certain situations and it's up to me to untrain myself to feel like that and find a better way to deal with them So don't tell yourself to calm down and don't tell yourself that you're overreacting. Don't listen to anybody else when they tell you that you're overreacting because it really invalidates your emotions. And if it mattered to you, then it's a big deal. Um, Accepting your emotions as they come is going to help you, like I just said, deal with them over time. Gaining comfort with your responses allows you to manage them better and it allows you to actually start giving out the responses that you will be proud of and stop reacting in extreme and unhelpful ways. The article said this key thing. It was really like important to me. It said, think of emotions as messengers. They're neither good nor bad 
but they're telling you something important and what they're telling you is useful. It's going to be useful how I felt in this situation. And I'm actually going to write about it in my journal so that I can go back and reflect on it. And hopefully the next time I'm presented with a scenario that is even vaguely similar, I will have a better response. One that I um, can tell you about that I should be proud to tell you about. Acceptance is going to lead to greater life satisfaction and higher levels of happiness. So five, keep a mood journal. (laughs) Funny, just said that. But this is going to give you the time to like reflect. Putting anything on paper creates a trail and a way to go back and accurately reflect on the events. Six, Take a deep breath. Taking a deep breath is actually going to help ground yourself and it'll give you a chance to go back and do those questions that we talked about earlier. Remember the questions? What am I feeling right now? What happened to make me feel this way? Does the situation have a different explanation that might make sense? What do I want to do about these feelings? And is there a better way to cope with these feelings? The only way that we're going to have time to go through those questions in the moment is if we take a deep breath. So it says practice breathing exercises. I know a lot of people like you, you'll find them online. Just type in Google breathing exercises. You'll be able to find them. The easiest one is inhale, Exhale. Inhale three seconds, exhale three seconds. And the article also said to create a mantra. So (laughs) my mantra, and I kind of stole part of it from something I probably already heard. Well, that I definitely already heard this too shall pass you know you hear that in church if you if you are a church going person or you might have heard it outside of church by just somebody you know but my new mantra that i'm going to try to say whenever i'm confronted with a situation that literally irritates me or sets my skin on fire i'm gonna say nothing put in front of me has last this too shall pass It actually like calms me a little bit just saying that. Like my voice and everything just got a little bit calmer just saying that. So I'm gonna really try doing that. And I know it's one that's gonna stick with me because I I feel like, I feel like it was like real like what what my girl i watched this this show called um i know what you did last summer and the girl was always like t t t i'm like ooh. when i made this i was like ooh, t <laughs> nothing put in front of me has last this too shall pass so i'm gonna try to use my mantra along with the questions once again those questions are what am i feeling right now what happened to make me feel this way Does the situation have a different explanation that might make sense? What do I want to do about these feelings? And is there a better way to cope with these feelings? Between my mantra, the deep breath, 
in those questions. Hopefully, we are going to have a better outcome. And I know, I know, I know we will, because if not anything else, it's really gonna give me enough time to respond so that my first response isn't the one where it's like, bitch, I wanna choke you. So number seven, know when to express yourself. Some situations that we may find ourselves in that um, set us afire or ablaze emotionally are not the best situations to go ahead and express exactly how we feel. Because remember, we're still working on it. So early in this game we're not we're still not i don't want you to set yourself up and be like oh if i if i do the questions if i do my mantra if i breathe then my next time that i face something i'm going to have the best emotional response ever and nobody can tell me anything about it that's not that's not what this article is for that's not what this article is saying that's not what i am saying at all that's not what i am telling myself i know i'm still gonna fuck up I know I'm still going to fuck up. So know when to express yourself is going to be a key component in this as well. Some situations call for restraint. My whole thing with police and authority, I know that if I get upset with them or I know when I get upset with them, I typically always do have to practice restraint because with everything that is going on in the world as far as like police brutality and like the unfair and unjust things that happen on a daily basis outside of my experience with them that wasn't necessarily the things that I was just mentioning there is a sense of respect that I do still have to show them as authority figures in this world So there are going to be times where you do have to practice restraint. That doesn't mean repress how you feel. That doesn't mean don't feel how you feel. But maybe what you say is something that you're going to have to pay more attention to than you would in any other situation. Sometimes, and sad to say, even in situations with police, your life is at stake. So it is something that you have to remember practice restraint sometimes still feel the same way that you do and maybe those are the times where you don't necessarily say how you feel to them but you say how you you phone a friend what's that show where you um like they was asking the questions and stuff like that and you got to phone a friend for the answer you phone your friend okay i'm trying to tell you because If you don't show restraint, it could blow up and be something way different, even if you think that your response was less than it could have been. So keep in mind your surroundings and the audience, your surroundings and the audience when you're thinking of should I show restraint or not? You might need to sit with those emotions for a second until you can phone that friend or write about it later. Number eight, give yourself some space. This is one of my favorite things to do. I am quick to tell somebody who's getting on my nerves to leave me, not alone, but the fuck alone. Because like, baby, when, I, when I'm upset, please leave me alone. Because I know, I know my mouth and I know how it goes. And I, I'm trying not to put that 
on anybody else. Because in the same breath, I'd be knowing that maybe my response was a little bit too much and maybe they didn't deserve all that. But at the same time, the way I felt about the situation is still true to me. And it might not necessarily be as true to them. But if you want to convey how you felt about something to somebody, the most effective way to do it is in a calm manner. So maybe distance is what you need. So get the distance that you need so that you can have time to think. And you might need more time to do your mantra, to breathe deeply, and to go over those questions, which once more, again, every time I say them questions, I'm going to tell you what the questions is. The questions was, what am I feeling right now? What happened to make me feel this way? Does the situation have a different explanation that makes sense? What do I want to do about these feelings? And is there a better way to cope with these feelings? And don't forget on that one where it says, what do I want to do about these feelings? Please be 100% honest. Don't shun yourself for saying something that might sound crazy because that's that's what you want to do in those situations. And we have to see where we're at. We can't sugarcoat it and be like, oh, no, I just want to tell them I'm mad when really you want to slap the fuck out of them. Be honest about how you feel, because the only way to address it is to have it out in the open. So you got to be honest about it and don't let nobody tell you that. It's wrong for you to feel like that because that's how you feel. Some ways that we can create this space, if it's not that easy to find, if you have to go out and get that space, because sometimes space from situations that making you upset, like, honestly, I hope nobody is getting this upset or like too upset with their kids. But, you know, sometimes it's a kid or a spouse that you live at home with. You can't. You, you, you can't tell, you can't tell the kid to leave. So if you need to create space just so that you can deal with your emotions or your employer, you can't tell your employer to get out of the office. If you need to create that space, take a walk, watch a funny video. If your thing is scrolling through Instagram, scroll away. My thing is popping in some earbuds and listening to some music. So I need to go get some new earbuds because that's my thing. I need to listen to music uninterrupted, not hear nothing else. I don't want nobody asking me no question. I don't want nobody checking on how I feel. I I just want to listen to my music. Maybe talk to a loved one. Um, Or even for other people, it's spending time with a pet. Oh, y'all, I almost got this dog the other day, but then I realized I didn't have everything on my checklist to get the dog. But like when I get everything on my checklist and save up the money to actually buy the dog, I'm going to go get a dog because I really want a dog so bad. But it would have been totally irresponsible for me to get that dog. He would have been going without things. I wouldn't have been able to get him his shots right away. And I just feel like that's a really bad parenting and I don't want to start out like that. But anyway, that's a side note. It had three more steps in the article. There were meditation, which we've talked about in previous episodes of this podcast. Staying on top of stress, which we've talked about, but I think it's a good to have a refresher. Get plenty of sleep. Not just sleep when you can. Not sleep after going out every night. Not sleep after like staying up 
watching movies and stuff like that and you got three hours of sleep before you go to work it said get plenty of sleep that means your full eight hours of sleep exercise walks in nature just you in nature maybe a friend in nature but one of the things that it did mention too which is also something i got to work on is friends was a way to stay on top of stress I don't know if y'all caught it at the beginning, but I have this thing where I've been saying I don't like people. And so really that eliminates room for a lot of friends. But this article actually says that staying on top, part of staying on top of stress is having friends. So I probably really do need to go out there and find my community and stuff like that. Because I don't think it's that I don't like people. I think I just haven't found my community of people that I like enough to call friends. And last, step 11 was therapists. That has been like a mainstream thing that has been said at a lot of the ends of the discussions that I've had on this podcast, but it really speaks to the need for most people to seek mental health because these are all different types of problems and situations and encounters that we've talked about on this podcast but they all end in seeking therapy which is still something to this day that i am having trouble with and i think a lot of people have trouble with too and it's not because i don't want it but it's finding the time and finding the right person but clearly this is saying don't give up on that and Make sure that that is a priority on your list of things to do. I'm going to try a ton of a lot better to manage my emotions. I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I don't think this article is saying that it has to happen overnight. I will put a link to this article in the description of this podcast as usual. Um, But that's all I got. I'm at. Hey, yo. So if you like today's accompaniment music, as always, I use Soundstripe. So check out Jesse Guy, Luna Ray, Sweetness in real life. But for real, I'm out.